To the world where truth is spoken My podcast where hearts are open Without keeping to our faith, no fear Sharing stories that make our souls cheer This is real talking godly vibes Where we find beauty in all our lives It's amazing here, it's beautiful here Getting real and faith, being candid here Is the deal here Welcome to the real talking godly vibes Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back to the podcast, welcome back. So today's episode, we're going to talk about sin. And today's episode from the title, as you can see, is we are all sinners. Yes, we are all sinners. I know some of you are like, what? What, is that? what does she mean by we are all sinners? Well, sit back and listen and... Hopefully, by the end of the episode, you would understand my point of view. Okay, so what is sin? Um, sin can be defined as an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine law. Or sin can be defined as transgressions against religious commandments or precepts. So whatever we do, whatever we say, even your thoughts... If it's immoral, if it's against moral laws, religious precepts, divine laws, it is regarded as sin. Um, so in my research, I found a, a, a saying by Billy Graham when he was asked, what is sin? And he said, a sin is any thought or action that falls short of God's will. God is perfect, and anything we do that falls short of his perfection is sin. So, that's very straightforward. I mean, he said it the most perfect way anyone could. So, yeah, whatever we do, whatever we say, whatever we think, just thinking it, um, whatever action it's taking that is against God's will is sin. So... Let me give an analogy right um, here. So let's think of an archer. An archer is someone who's skilled and trained to shoot arrows, um, to, you know, use a bow and an arrow as a weapon. So an archer is aiming for a target, right? And let's say that archer shoots and he misses that target. Even if it's by an inch, he misses the target. Yeah, so that target right in the middle Let's take that as God's will. The center of that target is God's will. And when that archer misses that target, that is regarded as sin. Like, let's just think about it like that. So God's will is like the center of that arrow's target. And when we sin, we fall short of his will or miss the mark. And this is something we do every day. Like, we do this every day. This is the reason why. If you even think about it, right from when Adam and Eve disobeyed and fell from grace, quote, quote unquote, in the, in the Garden of Eden, we all became sinners. We were, right from that time, we were, anybody born was born into sin, was born into this world of sin, which is why Jesus came to die for our sins, which I will go into more as the episode goes. But yeah, so... Think of that target, like I said, as the center of God's will. And when we, when we miss the target, yeah, when we sin, we miss the target. 
So Romans 3.23, right, says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. See, like I just mentioned, all of us, we've sinned. Everybody has sinned and fall short of God's glory. One way or another, no matter how little your sin is, no matter how big it is, is the same. There is no skill to weigh sin. It's the same judgment that stands for little itty bitty sin and a big sin. It is the same judgment. Because I find this sort of, hmm, I don't want to sound like I am, I am, I've done that like a huge research to prove this, but from my observations, personal observations, I find that a lot, um, I don't want to say a lot of Christians, it's common in the Christian space to be very judgy, quote unquote, you know, to judge other people while ignoring our own sin, acting like we are all perfect. Yes, we should strive for perfection as much as we can. Because our God that we serve is perfect. And uh, at the end of the day, we are all trying to be like God, our father, right? Just like when your earthly father, you, you grew up with your earthly father, you know your earthly father, they're a good example. You want to be like them or even better, right? It's the same way with God. We want to be, we should be, we should strive to be like God, our perfect heavenly father. But we should also remember that first things first we're humans and we were born into this broken sinful world so there is a susceptibility to sin and so we should give other people this grace and not judge them forgetting that we are all in this race together right so with that said anyway not to digress but yeah it's something i've just noticed in the christian space how we we can be a little bit judgmental not understanding that, hey, we are all striving for the same perfection here, you know. So, like I said, sin is it's 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 very sneaky. Like it's, you know, even when we are not aware of it, we sin by things we do, or fail to do, <laughs> or by the way we even think. Like you don't even have to say or actually act on it. Just your thought process can make you sin. You know, because, hey, the scripture also says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Not just the mouth. There are other things you can do from the abundance of your heart. I mean, think about it. People who commit all sorts of, you know, atrocities, it's it first comes from the heart. It's first nurtured in the heart. So we have to be very careful what we think about as well, as well as in as much as well as what we do as well, you know, not just concentrating on what I do, what I say, it should start from your heart, what you think about from your heart. That is what, you know, produces good deeds or sinful deeds. Anyway, so I just want to give us a scripture right here now to reiterate, you know, how we can be sinful and not even know it. So this is Mark 10 verse 17, 18. And it says, now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one. That is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not be a false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. 
mind you, these are not just the only sins in the book, in the Bible, right? In the in the scriptures. These are not the only sins people commit or people are prone to committing, but these are the major ones you just mentioned in this part of the scripture. And then he, if you read more into this story, this Mark 10, verse 17, 18, if you read way down to about, I think, 26 or so, you will see that the man he was talking to ended up being a rich man. And he told him, like, are you going to leave your riches and come with me? You're going to leave all of that and be with me? And he said, Oof. the man walked away. He didn't even say anything. He walked away sad because he knew that he, he didn't want to leave his riches for Jesus. Could he have done it? Yes, he can. But he didn't want to do that. So, see, it takes us back to when I said, even when we are not aware of, of, you know, of it, we commit sin based on what we do or what we do not do, what we fail to do. So that man failed to leave riches for Jesus. And that was where Jesus made the statement that it would be easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to go into the kingdom of God. This is not to lash out, you know, rich people. No, that's not the case. I'm just giving this an example. This example in the scripture as to what sometimes we think we are doing, but uh, it's actually a sin because we are not doing it, which is the case of this man. He, he, well, yeah, he made money, probably helped people with the money and all of that, but he came running thinking, oh, I've done all these things. Jesus is good. He should know. He should tell me what to do to get eternal life. And Jesus told him, are you going to leave all that money for me? And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> And it walks away, you know, so he failed to realize that all that money don't mean nothing without Jesus. I can leave all this money and be with him and I'll still be fine. People will still be okay. And who knows? Maybe Jesus would have told him, keep your money. Stay with me just to see if he was going to obey. You know, we'll never know. But that was the case with that situation. And then, like I said, we were all born in sin, you know, like we... Nobody came into this world a perfect soul except for Jesus. Jesus is the only one recorded for, you know, in the scriptures, right, to, to date, who came into this world sinless. He's the only one. I mean, at the end of the day, he's God and he's, he, he's God all by himself. So he came into this world without sin to die for our sins, to suffer for our sins, to redeem us from our sins. If we, if we can bring ourselves to repent and turn to Jesus in faith, our sins will be forgiven and we will receive the gift of eternal life. And then um, in Romans 6 verse 23, I know I'm training a lot of scriptures around today. Forgive me, but if you follow, you can take down notes on the scriptures and just read them in your spare time. So Romans 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, so the wages of sin, which is meaning like when you do a job, like a wage job, you get paid, right? Or even your salary job, your hourly job, you get paid for it, right? So the payment for sin here means... Uh, which wages stands for, right? So the payment for sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, so at the end of the day, we should all acknowledge our sins in all humility. Like in all our humility, in all, you know, awareness that 
okay, I'm human. I was born into sin. I have to be proactive about, you know, staying away from it as much as I can. Because um, we already have, believe it or not, we already had a, we already have a, a deficit of being able to do that on our own. That's why we have to defend, depend on Jesus because we're already born into this world in sin, you know, in sin where we conceived. So we already understand that and we should understand that, okay, I already had this deficit. I'm already, quote unquote, disabled in this situation. How do I help myself out of it proactively? It's by believing in Jesus. It's by believing that when I pray for his forgiveness, he will forgive me, right? And so that takes us into the scriptures mark 11 verse 25 here it says but when you are praying first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too so you see even that is sin sin in like that's even sinful when you pray knowing that okay when i pray i'm praying for god for something or for someone or you know Whatever it is, but you are holding a grudge against somebody, that's sinful itself. See, and we, we find, I, I don't know about you guys, but I find myself doing this sometimes. Like I'm annoyed with somebody or with something or some situation and I'm praying to God like, come on, those two things don't mix. God, God does not mix with sin at all. He's perfect. He's sinless. He's spotless. So why would you want to mix all of that together? It's not just going to work. So yeah, before you kneel down to pray to God for anything, forgive. Forgive whoever you have in your mind, in your heart. Forgive so that your father, which is in heaven, which will also forgive you. So one more thing I wanted to also talk about is also, you know, how some of us, we blame ourselves a lot um for you know the shortcomings sinning and all that because at the end of the day whether you like it or not you you need to hold yourself accountable right it's an it's human nature to hold oneself accountable at least for most people so but this is where it gets a little tricky when you keep blaming yourself for a sin that you already prayed for god to forgive you from that in and of itself is sin because it means you're being prideful. This is not like the flashy kind of pridefulness, no. Or the flashy kind of pride, no. You're being prideful in this situation because it, it's, it, you, what you're trying to communicate in this case is that you don't believe God has forgiven you and you keep blaming yourself, which is one of the hardest things to come to, to overcome. As Christians, it's one of the hardest things, at least in my case, it was, you know, and I had a turning point in my life where I was like, okay, Jesus, I leave, I leave everything to you. Yes, I know I've committed this sin. I've done this. I've done that. But I know you have forgiven me and I had to let it go. It took me a minute. So, yeah, I know some of us Christians, we struggle with this. We really do. Once you pray and you believe that Jesus has forgiven you, let it go. Stop blaming yourself because that in and of itself, it's pride and it's sinful. I just wanted to, you know, reiterate that real quick uh, because 
that also conveys unbelief and you know unbelief is the opposite of belief you know because and at the end of the day we also know the scripture says in hebrews that without faith you can't please god you you just can't it's a principal thing with god if you don't believe he has forgiven you then you are not pleasing him then it means you're being you know prideful quote-unquote and that's seen in and of itself. So you, we have to be very careful with that situation as well. But in conclusion, um, I'm going to read Romans 6 verse 1. And it says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. And this is Paul talking. He said, What shall we say then? Are we going to continue with all this sin, all these atrocities? And say, Oh, well, when I do it, God is going to forgive me in a way. So grace may abound. Certainly not. Meaning when you pray for a particular kind of sin that has been committed, you need to stay away from that sin. Once you've prayed it and say, God, forgive me. Do your possible best to stay away. Yes, does God forgive over and over again? Yes, he does. But you want to be careful with that sort of privilege. You want to be careful with it. Because whatever you abuse in life never ends well, including this. So we can't continue in sin and hope, oh, grace, we are bound. I have the grace of God on my side. Mm -mm. You, yeah, we just have to be proactive about that. Especially us Christians, we have to be proactive about that. Because think about it. You can make committing all this sin, doing all these things, praying about it over and over and over again. Non-Christians who you are probably preaching to or talking to, they're watching. They're looking at you like, hmm, interesting that you're Christian, but you keep doing this over and over again. I thought you said God has forgiven you. Why do you keep repeating this situation over and over again? You see see, see where I'm coming from? I mean, this is just one of the aspects of why we should be proactive about staying away from sins that we've prayed about and God has forgiven us from. And staying away from it as much as we can. You know, there are other situations surrounding the that mistake of going back, committing the same sin over and over again, over and over again, over and over again, and thinking, oh, grace may abound. Or committing all sorts of sin and thinking, oh, God is going to forgive me anyway. No. That in and of itself is sinful. <laughs> anyway. Um, so in conclusion, right? In conclusion, we should also always be in the States to ask for mercy. Um, also realize that we can do, you know, our human best to avoid sin proactively. Like I mentioned earlier, we can be proactive about this. Do your humanly best, always have it in the back of your head and your mind that, hey, I can do away with this sin. Stay away from it as much as we can. We just have to be because like I said, everything starts from your heart. Everything, the issues of life flows out of your heart. According to the scriptures, it starts from your heart. So let's, you know, sanctify our hearts. And the way to do that is scripture. Scripture, spend time with God. Try your best to be among, you know, your brothers and sisters in faith. And, you know, just do your best to stay away from sin as much as you can in this sinful world. Which, it can be hard. Let's be real. It can be hard. But with the scriptures, with Jesus on our side, we can do this. We can all do this. Okay, guys, I think this is it for this episode. Um, thank you so much for rocking with me, for sharing, for listening, for your ratings. I really appreciate it. 
and also don't forget to subscribe and keep sharing keep sharing keep sharing i appreciate your your contributions i appreciate your support a lot god bless you guys god bless you guys and i pray that this you know blesses someone out there i don't know because i know i look at the statistics people listen everywhere from everywhere you know and i'm so honored i'm so honored and um yeah thank you guys so much again and god bless you guys and so until next time remember jesus loves you don't stress and stay blessed bye for now Truth is spoken. I guess we're hard to roll. Without keeping to our faith, no fear. Sharing stories that make us all chill. This is real talking, darling. Eyes.